Welcome to the Generation Iron Podcast, featuring the biggest names in bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports world. If you want to be a bodybuilding champion, it takes hours and hours every day of being dedicated and being passionate about it. As your boy here, Kai Green, aka Mr. Getting It Done. Yeah, Tune in to the GI exclusives on the Generation Iron Airwaves. What's up, GI Nation? This is Vlad Yudin, and welcome to the GI Podcast. Today's guest is a very well-known bodybuilder, an influencer, and a self-proclaimed natty. We welcome Mike O'Hearn. I was going to ask you about your dogs. You have beautiful dogs, man. Thanks, Thanks man. Well, I've seen you uh, a few times in Gold's Gym. You bring your dogs with you, right? Or you used to? Uh, one dog comes with me. The one that you just saw, Stryker, comes with me everywhere. Yeah, that's pretty cool. She man. comes nationwide, though. Actually, uh, Canada as well. You take you take her on a plane? Take her everywhere. Everywhere. She does uh, Like a service work. dog, right? What do you she does, yeah. We do hospitals. We uh, work oh, at man. the Shriners Hospital. That's pretty so cool. So she go by and see the kids and all that kind of stuff. So when I do guest appearances or anything like that, mm-hmm. we make a stop at the hospitals. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's interesting to see a dog in the gym like that. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. It's a little mascot now, though. <laughs> People know it, I mean. Yeah. It's fun, though. So um, I was going to ask you, when you go to the old gym all the time, right, do you ever get approached by people all the time? Like, does that, get, does that interfere with your workout ever? So you don't know what time I train at, huh? Uh, I think like 5 in the morning, right? Somewhere 4, 4 a.m. Nobody's there? Nobody there. I don't turn the music on. We leave the music off till about 6.30 when I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so old school with this, man. I, I love my workout. I love my time. That's my meditation. So we'll go early. Um, but time, yeah, when sleep? I go back later, yeah, it's one of those things. So what time do you go to sleep? Uh, 8 o'clock. 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. Up at 3. Wow. Up at 3, train, done by 6.37, boom, and then work from 7 o'clock in the morning till 8 at night. So every day you go, you go to bed yeah. at 8 p.m.? Mm-hmm. Even when you travel? Uh, no, that's a give and take, man, because I'm not on stage when I guest pose until about 8 p.m., so that's a give and take. Yo, talking about travel. being like... I started that young. My whole life. Yeah, I started a paper out when I was 9, 10 years old, which I can't even fathom having my kid do that, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I started a paper out because of uh, 10 Brothers and Sisters. We, we uh, It was loaded up. We had to help out. So you, you do a lot of... Uh, you do a lot of guest posing, right? Yeah. That was, a, that was a viral video of you, like maybe. Oh, snap. You went there, man. Three months wow. ago? Wow. No, I was, oh, I was cut con- the film and we're I, done now. I was, I was concerned for you, man. <laughs> yeah. that, was a, that was a footage of Pretty you falling, crazy. falling off the stage. Yeah. Yeah. That was you, crazy, man. Are you ready to see the full video? What happened after I fell? Yeah, I don't know what happened. You got up, though. I'm going to give you the video. I'll let you guys uh, post yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, but it's uh, something but what, happens. But what happened? You didn't, it was like you were blinded by a light so, or yeah, I was. It was a much shorter stage. Um, it was in a, uh, I guess, a hotel mm. instead of like a convention center, so the stage was much shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, listen, man, I'm 51, so man, right. maybe the eyes don't work as well. But those bright lights, and uh, I thought I saw the edge of the stage. Guess yeah. what? I didn't. Um, took a fall. Uh, the actual judo helped me. Slap the ground. You guys know what I mean by that if you know judo. Uh, slap the ground, um, yeah. and then whatever happened after that, I'll let you guys yeah, I seen talk it. about that. Did you, did you get hurt or no? You were good? So I uh, smacked the ground. Right. I jumped right up, walked around, jumped up on a chair, and started posing, did my guest routine. And, and the main thing was I was just mad at myself 
did the whole full, full routine. Um, played it off so well that most people thought it was part of the act. Got up on stage. Right. Um, and uh, I wasn't going to stop on that one because that was my first one. I got to be on stage with my son. Yeah. Um, so it was my girl brought my boy Titan out on stage. We posed together at the mm -hmm. end and that mm -hmm. was it. Mm -hmm. Did I get banged up? Yeah, I got banged up. But uh, nothing broke. Oh, thank God, man. Yeah. So how many guest uh, appearances you do on a stage a year? It's around 25. It's about uh, oh. every other weekend. That's great. Um, plus lectures and right, right, right. seminars on top of that. So, so you've got to stay in shape all year. All that's year. a tough one, though. Because yeah. it's not old school mentality. It's like, you know, you should take a portion off, get the carbohydrates back in the system. Um, mostly for me, for my beliefs on longevity and nutrition and how it works. Um, but i got to stay lean all year now. Right. One of the top five guys in the health and fitness world, bodybuilding world, pros, that's traveling more than everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, Right, right, right. So how do you, what is, your, what is the, the secret here? I mean, and also what kind of diet is, because there's so many diets going on right now. There's a vegan yeah. diet, then there's a keto diet, then there's a carnivore, carnivore diet, diet, the grass is, and grow diet, right. the uh, eat air diet. I don't know, man. So what do you, what do you, how do you, what do you do? What, you what is your number, diet? The, the number one thing that works for me and the people that I work with around the world is uh, that carbohydrates needs to stay, stay in the system. You know how everybody just keeps going away from them, going away mm -hmm. from them. They're bad, they're bad, they're bad. That's the one thing that I think is the greatest thing in the world. Um, and the more healthy people I meet, uh, the more I believe it. And then also by transforming people that I work with around the world, mm -hmm. it's, it's the carbohydrates that's key. What Taking kind of, enough what protein. Kind of, what kind of carbohydrates? It's too much to go into on one section, but it's basically just rice. Uh, any kind of carbohydrate you like. Um, uh, low glycemic is by far mm -hmm. something that would be better, but uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's amazing that the world is getting away from it and, and they think that you should try to be lean all the time when it's actually, as you get older, mm -hmm. your metabolism slows, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you keep it active? Well, you can exercise, right? That's gonna help to do it. But if you're always exercising to burn off the calories, mm -hmm. then you're not technically getting your metabolism to work. The metabolism should work off of the nutrition that you're eating. And then the secondary would be, okay, now let me add exercise in and that will get me cut and in shape. Mm -hmm. You follow that? Where society doesn't do that. Society does the opposite. Society says, I'm gonna take it in a deficit mm -hmm. and I'm gonna force it off by doing an hour of cardio um, by doing no carbohydrates, by working out twice a day, and then that's how they get in shape. Mm -hmm. How long can you maintain that? A year? Five years? Ten years? Mm -hmm. Forty years? I don't think so. So that's, that's the biggest thing that I see. And, and that's, here's my problem. I have to fight against everything everybody else is saying. And I'm sitting there and they're going, hey, what's the secret? Well, the secret is just being consistent. But mm -hmm. by also keeping the carbohydrates in there. Because mm -hmm. what happens, and you, you can answer this, mm. what happens to a bodybuilder or a fitness person, a girl, after a show, after two weeks of introducing carbohydrates back in their system? You, you fill up. Why? Their oh. metabolism is working. Mm -hmm. They're burned off everything. Why would they fill out? Why is it? They're changing how their body functions. Mm -hmm. They're teaching their body not to utilize carbohydrates mm -hmm. the way it used to. Mm -hmm. So then we got, uh, is the box right here? This box right here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah? You good, yeah. Mo, come here. 
Come here. Yeah, it's right here. Perfect, perfect. I'm going to give you an example on what I believe. Mm-hmm. Pop the top. Come here. Nice. So, my, all my yeah, up? yeah. Pop the top. So, <laughs> if you're a mid 40, 40 year old woman, mm-hmm. and you had a baby ten months ago, should you look like this? Hit a double bite. <laughs> wow. Can you look like this? But but the point here is, thank you, thank you for showing off. (laughs) The point here is this. Thank you, Mom. Uh, She had a kid 10 months ago. She's a mid-40-year-old woman. And how many women say, I I can't lose that baby weight? Right. And they're in their 20s. They're in their 20s. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. So what we did with Mona was that we kept her calories high. And again, I believe that a high-calorie intake is what longevity is. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between eating healthy and eating right. Mm -hmm. Eating healthy is the broccoli and chicken and your vegetables and your grain drink and you take your D and your K2 vitamins. Mm-hmm. But eating right is taking enough calories to make sure that your body continues to burn from the calories and utilize those relative to the exercise. Do you follow me? I'm trying to. Yeah. So she trains two days a week. She had a baby 10 months ago and she looks like that mm-hmm. and she won the universe. It's not bad, right? But mm-hmm. she eats bagels and bread all day long. But I thought bagels and bread are bad for right. you. Exactly. I thought it's gluten, and that's, that's the worst thing in the world. That's what the world is going to, and like you right. said, all these different diets and stuff. And I'm like, we're over here going, well, we're eating carbohydrates, and we're in shape. So because you, you, you work out, obviously you train a lot, right? So you offset it? She only trains twice a week. Hmm. So, how, what's the, so what's the actual... That it's the concept... Mm-hmm that it's you want to do exercise to burn off the calories when you want your metabolism uh-huh. to burn off the calories. So you got to speed up the metabolism. Exactly. Through eating. Through eating proper meals throughout the day. Mm. Now you got it. Mm-hmm. How many people do that? Mm-hmm. Not a lot probably. No, nobody. Nobody reverse diets out of their shows. Nobody um, does Weight Watchers and say, okay, now that I've got my weight off, mm-hmm. let me come back slowly. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that. They mm-hmm. just go, all right, cool. Now I'm going to just bring carbohydrates back in. Or I'm going to go a keto diet. But then they do a keto diet and they lose 100 pounds, but they look the exact same. Mm-hmm. You're just now 200 pounds and you got loose skin because you lost the muscle and the fat. So it's like when there's a great process. There's a great process of doing a bodybuilding diet. Mm-hmm. But then on the other end, you got to come out of it and introduce the carbohydrates back into the system correctly and teach your body. Try to keep the carbohydrates in throughout the year. And I know everybody's going, well, that's not it. I want the fast trick. Mm. Then I can't help you. You want the fast trick, I can't help you. Because mm. that's not longevity. What do you think about sugar? Uh, I recently talked to George Farah, you know, a famous guru in the industry. George is a great guy. And he uh, went through cancer. And uh, one of the things he, he thinks that causes cancer is sugar. It's like one of the, and obviously you that's hear, one of the biggest things that a lot of the older guys are saying. Right, and and people in general think sugar obviously brings fat and a whole bunch of other things. But what do you think about sugar? Obviously, you know, do you like sugar? Do you use sugar in your diet? How do you feel about it? Well, is he speaking of sugar as in carbohydrates, the breakdown of carbohydrates no, into actual sugar? Sh- actual sugar? Actual sugar. I don't. I don't do a lot of sugar and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of sweets, um, and that's the one I guess concept that I'm the guy that diets or does proper nutrition throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So I don't do the rebounds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the research now is everybody is, is anti-sugar, mm-hmm. uh, that it causes cancer and everything. Mm-hmm. But I think everything causes cancer, doesn't it? 
Yeah. It's a it's a crazy thing. It's it a crazy thing. I, I do know this. Uh, nutrition, good nutrition can solve so many problems. It can make somebody a freak if they do it correctly. Like I took, and you guys can follow this, but I took the average guy, bad genetics, uh, doesn't have great structure, um, works a full-time job, train time, trains three times a week. And in seven years, which is a long time, which nobody wants to do, they want to do it in a year, mm-hmm. we doubled his bone density. He's in better shape now at 47 than he was at 40. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything about him is a complete difference. And if I showed you the picture, you wouldn't even believe it. So it, it's one of those things that it's, it, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's take your time. Um, this isn't an overnight trick. Right. Also, people think that sugar is maybe addictive as well because we consume so much of it, you know, all the drinks. Let's say you get a can of soda, it's like 40, 50 grams of sugar in one can. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not okay. a soda guy, so I yeah, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even jump into that situation. I mean, obviously, it, it's it pick and choose. Um, I know people that are dieting for shows, and then they still pick certain foods mm-hmm. that don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you ever eat fast food, like in and out you know, in L.A.? I bore you. We don't, we don't do a lot. Mm-hmm. We eat healthy all year. Mm-hmm. And again, it just goes back to the, it, it's our belief on, on what keeps us healthy. Mm-hmm. Again, everybody thinks it's the, the gym um, or it's the sleep. Sleep helps, mm-hmm. but it's the nutrition. And, and, and we're pretty clean most of the year. Mm-hmm. We're really clean most of the year because uh, it guest pose again almost every other all weekend. Time, right? So I got to be in posing trunks. Mm-hmm. And then she is just kind of a freak of nature. So she walks around like that, eating around 300 grams of carbs a day, which I would love to do. But you don't do it. I don't do 300 grams. <laughs> I don't got that metabolism. Right. That's a, that's a unique breed. So you're 51 years old. Yeah. Obviously, people look at you, you're in amazing shape, right? So the secret is definitely for you is dieting, right? And, and kind of follow your metabolism, what mm-hmm. your body kind of dictates the, what you should be eating, right? That's, yeah. That's the I, secret. I, I think it's it's not even just that it, it's the skin texture it's the uh, it's the things they don't or consume. Um, am I fifty one in good shape? Yes. Do I have healthy skin and tight skin? Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I still extremely strong? Well, I just trained with the world's strongest man and beat him on chest. Mm-hmm. So it's not that a I'm strong for a guy. I just went against the world's strongest man. So it's the concept of what we believe again it goes right back to the nutrition and just consistent. And then the warrior mentality that I love the tussle. Mm-hmm. This is fun for me. Mm-hmm. Do you think bodybuilding, I know it was a big debate in the industry, right? Was bodybuilding, uh, quality of bodybuilders was much better in, let's say, the 90s and 2000s, early 2000s, wow. as opposed to right now? What did you take on that? If you look at the Olympics. So was the quality so. better back then to now? Mm-hmm. So I saw this Ronnie Coleman video talking and laughing, and I've never seen Ronnie like that. I'm going, these guys couldn't even stand on stage with us. Uh, the only right. guy that could stand on stage with us would be Phil. That was a shot at um, Brendan Curry, by the way. Uh, Dorian Yates said the same thing. Um, he wow. said that Brendan Curry in their, or in their era would not be able to compete against them. Or be in a couple six. people's names. Yeah. I was, I was like, um, what it got you? me to thinking, though. It did get me to thinking. And, and then it goes back to my... This is full circle. You guys won't know this, but this is full circle. I told you about my mindset as a 14-year-old. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember the people I was around? So that was my mindset, that 900 is average. So let's say you go to the local fitness center 
and the guy squats 315. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, I'm going to answer your question. I'm just going to take you in a little bit of a wrong way. So the guy squats 315, and that's the big squat of the gym. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that kind of just everybody else? That's the mindset, right? If he's the top, yeah. That's the limit. Right. So I was thinking about that aspect. And I was thinking about what Ronnie was saying, and I'm sitting there going, well, he has got a point. You're as good as the competition you're competing against. So what's your limit? Dorian was a freak. Mm-hmm. Ronnie was, come on. Who was, who, when Ronnie stood up there, holy moly. And so everybody else, like Chris Cormier, uh, uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. um, uh, Flex, all those guys, that was the limit, and they had to be that great. And then you jump forward to now, and what is the limit? Who's who's the top guys? So I see Ronnie's point of it, um, and it didn't occur to me until after Ronnie was saying that stuff, and I really sat down and I thought about it. And I go, wow, it, you know what? Thinking back to when uh, Chris and Flex and all those guys were training with with us uh, in our early 20s at Gold's. We were all monsters. We were all 300 pounders walking around and stuff. And I'm sitting there thinking about that and thinking about today's guys. They're really not that much, they weren't, like Ronnie said. So what's what's causing that, 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 what do you think? It's a tough thing, man. It's a tough thing because I know that, we talked about a person's picture, a person by themselves on stage looks great. Right, right. Until you're next to a person that's bigger. It was great, right? So, am I on Ronnie's side on this? I just remember what I was like lifting with these guys and how monstrous these guys were in the gym. Mm-hmm. And, and now thinking back to that in that 20s, these, these guys were monsters. And thinking about the future, I don't think they are monsters. I don't know what the, what the situation is and I don't know if it, it is just the quality of competitors nowadays, mm-hmm. um, but it got me thinking. Makes me wonder. I would love to see it, but I, I, I can't. I'm not the expert on saying uh, what they were like back then. Today, it just I felt like they were more monsters back then. Mm-hmm. What do you think is preventing bodybuilding from becoming more of a mainstream sport? And I know you don't think it's a sport. You think it's more of an art show. Yeah. What, what in general? What do you think is preventing it from becoming personality? More Personalities, personalities. Of, of bodybuilders. Yeah, yeah. personalities. Mm. You got to have some people that are doing something. You just got to have that, that that somebody that has it, mm-hmm. and it's out there in the forefront and pushing it. What happens is if let's you say, know what? you guys are doing something great. Let me. I gotta say. I gotta say this right now. Thank you me. guys are doing something great because you're taking it to a different level and you're giving it uh, 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 something for these guys coming up. Um, because when I was coming up, I had to have the magazine. Right. I that, needed that, was, that was the pinnacle at that point. Nobody's going to know me in Europe unless mm-hmm. I'm on the cover of Muscle and Fitness talking about my training principles. Exactly, yeah. But now you got social media, so you get these kids with great personalities that never competed. Mm-hmm. They got 4 million followers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like Tavi. How much you, uh, I love Tavi. It's like guy. my little brother, man. Yeah. I protect that guy. And that's a personality that I could mm-hmm. see could take the sport somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's like the old school, like Barry DeMay to me. Mm-hmm. You know, Barry was like, I could see him do anything. Um, Matt Mendenhall. Or, but what or, happens is those guys, you know, when they, when they gain the following, right? Not, yeah. not Tavi, but just other guys in general, they, they kind of break out. They get a, a TV role or a movie role, like, you, like you've done a bunch of shows. Right. But that doesn't necessarily help 
competitive bodybuilding to be watched more. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't, they it doesn't use it as a ladder instead of a passion. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you said earlier that if you took natural bodybuilding, it goes all the way back to me because I freaking love this and I'll stay and try to push this and try to bring this up. Mm -hmm. and, and going back full circle to what you were saying is, uh, uh, or what you guys are doing is I think what you guys are doing is great because you're giving a lot of these guys the opportunity to be that person and to be that person to bring bodybuilding like Arnold did. Mm -hmm. It just takes one. Mm -hmm. I really do believe that. I believe that if somebody comes along and does that and breaks out again, we're right back to that old school 80s where we get the muscular guys again on screen that are mm -hmm. kicking ass right. uh, instead of the, uh, the little Matt Damons and stuff like that and Tom Cruise. <laughs> I love Tom Cruise. That, that's pinnacle of longevity. But it'd be good to see something like an old school... Um, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger on screen, somebody with arms and a build and go, okay, that's, that's a superhero. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you see a, an actor, let's say, right, or, or a fitness guy, can you tell if he's natural or not just by looking at them? Can I, I mean, most of the time I, I think I can. Um, there's, I guess, uh, certain traits. Um, the overdevelopment of traps is one of the things that just grows on men when they're on the chemicals. Um, also skin texture uh, and, and, you know, how are you in your 40s still breaking out? Hmm. That's odd. <laughs> I understand that some oh, people get acne, but not, not that extreme. Um, obviously gyno and other things like that. And then um, it's the uh, extreme changes. It's, it's, it always goes back to the extreme. The one thing I always say is, is it's so, so short-lived. I know at 20 you want the title. I know you want that, and that means everything to you, that 20-year-old. Mm -hmm. But if you can be patient and take 10 years to put on the muscle and take 10 years to just mm -hmm. do this process, right. you'll still get there, and you'll be able to keep it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, We're in LA right now, obviously, right? Ooh, um, the Mecca. The Mecca, right. Um, you've been... Chris uh, Evans, was he on? Who's that? Chris Evans. From, Mr. Uh, America. Right. Was he on for the first Mr. America? I have no idea. I, I can't tell. I don't you know. You can't tell? Okay. They say Tom Cruise is, is, is taking steroids. Is, is he? It, is it, I have no idea. I is, believe is he's it, doing anti-aging of some sort. Some sort, right. Testosterone. Good for him. I um, want to look like that at 56. But do you think it's a rampant, uh, the steroid use in Hollywood? Because um, you've done various films, projects. Uh, do, you think it's, do you think it's rampant or do you think it's not? I don't think it is. No? No. I think it, because we're in the health and fitness world, we think everything is. Um, or, or because we're in L.A. and because we're, we're, we're doing things, we think mm -hmm. that uh, plastic surgery is or stuff okay. like that. It's like, That's true. Ah, some people just look great like Tom Cruise. Um, and so, no, I, I think we're just so stuck into this, mm -hmm. that small little world of health and fitness that ah, if they're that good, they're they cheating. Be right. If they're that good, they're cheating. Mm -hmm. um, I think part of the question is because they, uh, you see, sometimes you see an actor, right? And then you see him in a, in a role and he completely, the body co completely changes for the role, right? He looks muscular or something like that. And then after the movie is done, you see the next movie and it looks completely different. Did you ever see Ryan Reynolds in Blade? Right. Um, you have yeah, to see yeah, that. Yeah. If you haven't Bla seen Blade that, 3. Blade 3. Blade 3. Yeah, yeah. There's not a person, not even Brad Pitt in Fight Club looked that good. His muscles were rounded, insertions. Uh, he looked like, seriously, he could win 
uh, a classic uh, bodybuilding. He oh. looked incredible. And it didn't hurt that he's a stud. Was he That's on? Crazy. What do you think? No. I think it was three months of training. He even talked about it, and he also trained with a trainer right now. Mm. It was three months of just changing up. Imagine this. If I can take somebody like Heath Evans, who played pro football for 10 years, that's trained since he was 12 years old, and change his body in three months, you're talking about an elite athlete, mm -hmm. and I could still change him in three months doing my principles of nutrition and training, I shouldn't be able to, right? He's trained for 30 years. Right. You're not going to change that much in 12 weeks, mm -hmm. and I could change him. What can you take to somebody like Ryan Reynolds, who's never worked out before, never dieted before, and eats one meal a day, and then he does a whole bodybuilding 12-week nutrition plan. Right. He's going to look freaking different. Mm -hmm. And after he's done with it, he'll never do it again. Because mm -hmm. it's too much of a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. Do you ever get tired? I know we spoke about it before, but do you ever get tired of people questioning if you're natural and, and you know, talking I, about you? I never get tired of it. I also don't really hear it. It's been 37 years mm -hmm. that, that they, they go fake natty or, or whatever. It's like, it's... It doesn't bother you? Yeah, it doesn't, no. Did, it, did anybody try to ask you that to your face, like come up to you? And no. No. I'm a, I'm a sweet guy, but they're not going to come up <laughs> to my face and do that. Right. There's a difference. Right, right. <laughs> do you think um, there's a lot of negativity in the fitness world right now, especially when it comes to bloggers and media, stuff like that? Why is there so much hate? Because I agree with you. I think, I, it gets, think I, think it gets, so I think it gets views. and that, and uh, I agree. People want to watch that, you know, drama. You know? I think it's hilarious how people get sucked into it. And like uh, uh, some names that I think are they're great at what they do is Kenny K.O. is great at what he does. Yeah. Um, he's one of these guys that has a good following. And they're not even in the fitness industry. And, and they'll talk about it. Um, but they'll get people riled up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it, it goes back to the individual. I guess I'm just maybe too old and too... Uh, <laughs> It's for this stuff to get riled up about mm -hmm. it, but I think it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a lot of hate, which doesn't make sense to me. Right. Yeah. But do you think we as audience, we meeting everybody collectively... Why do we need negative? Because people want to watch negative. But why? Because it makes them feel better if you're doing worse than me? Maybe that, or maybe just people like to watch drama, you know? When you watch a reality TV show, right, you like to see them fight on TV. Anything that makes you don't feel as bad about your life. That's it. Uh, if this person's fake natty, great, then I'm doing okay. Mm -hmm. This guy's fake. Because there's no way he looks better than me. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that it's that you're calling right. this guy out. Or the fights, or, or the dramas, and all that stuff. They right. learn that early, man. Society is such a weird thing that they love the negative. It's tough to stay positive the whole time, unless you kind of remove yourself a little bit. Right. But these guys that are doing this, the whole the bloggers and stuff, listen, it's fair game. It's, it's their right to talk about you. If it gets to you, it gets to you. Mm -hmm. How do you um, remove yourself from that? Do you, do you just not pay attention? to Because like, you're active on social media, obviously. Yeah. You have a lot of followers. You know, A lot of people comment on your pages. But do you, how do you remove yourself from negativity? Like You just don't pay attention to it? I don't pay attention to it. It doesn't mean anything to me. Because it's, again, who's talking negative? Mm -hmm. um, here's the greatest thing for me. And it keeps my mind in check. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll get messages from the uh, old school guys that I grew up with. Um, uh, the Barry DeMays, the Gary Stridums, the Lee Haney's. Mm -hmm. And this is who I grew up and they just go, you're doing a great job, doing a great job. Um, the Joe Weeder saying, stay like this. 
those little comments outweigh the mass. Those little things, Barry DeMay, this, I grew up to Barry DeMay. Right. This is the, the Dutchman, you know, and all this, or Gary Stridham, or Lee Haney, going, dude, you're kicking ass. I love what you're doing. I love the, the, um, the positivity, how you stay. That outranks the guys that, first of all, don't have pictures on their profiles that say shit and talk smack, or, or, or the, um, the Kenny KOs of the world, which I think Kenny does a great job. But, um, but those guys that talk the smack, they're not in the industry. They're not part of it. They're just individuals that are trying to make a buck or they're just angry fans um, that just want to talk smack. And I, I, listen, I was a young kid. Mm-hmm. I remember what it was like to be jealous. So <laughs> it, was, it was young, it was whatever it was. But no, I, I just stay removed from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about some of the ventures you're working on right now. Uh-huh. And sort of like, what are the, because you, you stay active in a lot of business ventures, right? Talk about some of your business ventures. Uh, well, one project I'm excited about is that I'm launching my own line. Uh, I've teamed up with BPI, my own product line. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's huge. I'm working with Barry Levine, who did the Hercules with The Rock, mm-hmm. and we are working on the new Hercules TV series. He's a great producer. Uh, he's great. Um, so we're working together. Uh, and then outside of that, uh, my girl and I are heavy into commercial real estate. And so we're moving on projects on there. Now we're moved into Vegas and buying up stuff there nice. uh, besides L.A. and New York. So mm-hmm. um, we keep busy. Mm-hmm. We keep I busy. I wanted to ask you something about the fitness industry. You yeah. have a lot of uh, guys, right, bodybuilders. Let's say they, one year they were one supplement company, then the next year they were a different supplement company, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they have to pay bills, so they have to do what they have to do. But how do you build, like maybe an advice to a young bodybuilder, how do you build brand integrity for yourself? Let me ask you this. So when you promote a supplement line... Why is it bad to jump from one to another? I think from the consumer standpoint, when you watch somebody, right, and they tell you, try this, the best supplement ever, right? Next year, different packaging, this is the best supplement ever. You lose that integrity as a, as a salesman, right? How do you maintain, how do you... What's I like Mercedes, you? but if I drove a Ferrari, I'd probably like a Ferrari. But then there's times I want to go back to a Mercedes. And, and, and look, I, here, the only reason I know this mm-hmm. is because I came from that side. Mm-hmm. I was with Weeder as a, as a 19, 20-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I was with Medtrex. You know, and, after that, and so it's one of those things where it's like Hollywood with their superheroes. So they just keep putting the same superhero or actor in a different superhero. <laughs> outfit, yeah, yeah. And so there's a top niche of guys that um, I guess you would say... Um, the society appreciates or, or, or likes or, or is their favorites. And those guys keep getting switched around from company to company because they got a, a good demographic. So it's fun to do that, you think? think it's a hey, man, they got to pay bills. Um, no, I agree with that. Do I like this protein drink and is this protein drink uh, better? Well, they taste different. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm okay with these guys trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a tough industry. Very tough. And, and mostly if... if this is the only industry you're in, and, and you didn't take some of that money and put it on something else, something that will turn a profit, something that you'll make money when you sleep. If they didn't do that and they're just doing check to check, because most of the guys back with my day, that's all they did. We'd all sign with Weeder, uh, and the next day, these guys would be showing up in these, these nice rides and stuff, and I'm like, I'm confused. Why would you do that? And I pull up my uh, CJ7, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm fine with this ride, and I'll put that money away. Right. We're not 9 to 5. I don't got a retirement. Mm-hmm. I'll get gladiators. I'll put that money away. Mm-hmm. And I kept putting it away, and I see all these other guys, and then they get the contract, 
and they just spend a quick check to check. And I'm like, ah, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. So dangerous. Dangerous. So it's a tough industry, and I understand them jumping product to product. Unfortunately, that is the business. Um, but at the same time, I, I try different branch chain amino acids. I try different protein drinks, so I can understand why these guys do it. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want to ask you is, um, so you were signed to Joe Weider, right? Yep. Um, what was Joe Weider like? Oh, he's great. There's a lot of guys nowadays that don't really, you know, that was before yeah, their time. Before their time, man. I, I got lucky. I got to meet him at such a young age, at 1920, and get put under contract. And it was one of those things where it was, it was understand this, it was like he saw me, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, what, what's your name, and all this stuff. And I told him who I am and what I just did and stuff. And then uh, I go back to Washington and uh, I get a phone call, and he goes, Michael, you're coming to, uh, we're gonna fly you to Cabo San Lucas, we're gonna do a photo shoot with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool deal, cool deal. And then I go to uh, Cabo, we shoot. Um, then I go back to Seattle, and then a cover comes out of me. On Muscle and Fitness? Muscle and Fitness, and I'm like, wow, this is cool. First of all, Kirkland, Washington, you know? Um, right. And, and it's like, holy shnikes. <laughs> um, and it was, look up to your top left right there behind you. See that face? Mm-hmm. That face alone is my cover. It was just my face. Wow. And then I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. A month goes by, mm-hmm. and another cover comes out. And it was down there on the bottom right with the five girls around me. And I'm like, all right, oh. this is pretty cool. I kind of like this style. And he says, get your <laughs> butt down here. We're going to put you in a contract and stuff. And then I would go over to his, uh, his house or the office and have lunches with him, and we would talk bodybuilding. He was the most guy guy you'll ever meet. He'll talk smack. Mm-hmm. He'll joke about things. Mm-hmm. He'll tell guys, uh, you look terrible. You know, you're fat right now. Why are you so fat? we got to do a photo shoot. <laughs> um, and he also gave me the greatest advice in the world. Um, and it's something that I've always done in the gym. If you, if you go to anything, that, when I train, I always train in uh, sweat clothes. I always cover it up. I'm not in a tank top or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He says, never let the public see you out of shape. Never let them see you that. Always be peak and give the respect. That's why you're always so, in shape. Always in shape. And mm-hmm. he, was a, he was a great man. And I could see why Arnold succeeded mm-hmm. having him in the corner. And it's, it's, uh, we lost a great man with that guy. Yeah. He created something incredible. I mean, I got so much passion did, for weightlifting. Yeah. It's a great thing. And he sold it on top. When he sold the company, it was at a peak. Yeah. And, then, and then the whole magazine business collapsed after that. Well, I know, because Mona was the editor-in-chief of Muscle and Fitness Service. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was there seeing all that yeah. uh, come apart. Yeah. But Joe Weider was one of the greatest people in the world. Um, Arnold, again, great person. Guy guys. You know what's funny? The good ones are guy guys. You know what I mean by that? Mm. Just guys you can hang out with, mm-hmm. talk smack with, go out and drink with, or whatever it is. And, and they got no egos. Um, they know who they are. They're secure with who they are. Um, and, and they just love that kind of uh, that bond, that old school mentality of the gym, locker room, mm-hmm. play football, wrestle, whatever it is. Um, buddy, buddy attitude. Mm-hmm. That's what the greatest thing I, I think I, I saw with Joe or the old school guys and. Again, Tom Plaza was my training partner when I first got here, and then Lou Ferrigno, um, and then Robbie Robinson. Man, I have stories about Lou Ferrigno, man. 
It's, it's funny. So anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Robinson and Tom Plaz. I'll tell you something. I learned a lot from all of them, even him. I learned what to do and what not to do. And something that I, um, that's you asked earlier, uh, do I get stopped at the gym? Do I get pictures taken and stuff like that? And I do. And, and I will stop every single time and take a picture with every single fan that comes in. Absolutely. I will never say, I'm going to charge you. I will never not say it. I will because I see yeah. the one side of it, yeah. and I see how Arnold is. It's like this is the way to be. Yeah. They, the fans, make you. You start acting like that arrogance, and, and and you're better than everybody else, and stuff like that. Your career's over, right? right, and, right. and you, as a person, are over when you start thinking like that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate what you got, man. If if we didn't learn anything in the last couple of weeks with Kobe Bryant, come on, yeah. come on. Who's higher on the mountain, right? Absolutely. Tomorrow's promise to no one. Just be a cool dude. Don't be don't be an ass. Natural or not natural, whatever you do, <laughs> just try to be cool, man. Thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, yeah, brother. Thank you. Visit GenerationIron.com for even more GI exclusive content on all things bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are downloaded.